How's it going, friends and family of the internet? Welcome back to another episode of the Real AF TV podcast, the show about fishing and random takes from the land of 10,000 lakes. I'm one of your hosts, Josh Labah, and on the other side, I got Tim Wagner. That's me. I'm the other guy on the podcast. I wouldn't call you the other guy. Uh, I, otherwise, I'd just be me talking into a microphone about shit I have no idea what. <laughs> I, just, I, I googled for half an hour, and here's what I'm going to tell you. That would be kind of funny, though, if we were just like super Minnesotan about it and just, uh, hey, I'm I'm Josh Lavoie, and uh, I'm one guy, and uh, over here we got uh, Tim. He's the other guy, and uh, let's let's talk about stuff, huh? <laughs> Hey, you uh, want to talk fishing? <laughs> well, you know, I think maybe. Crack a brewski? Yeah. And... <laughs> <laughs> let's, crack a, let's crack a old brewski and, uh, you know, we'll talk about talk about fishing and, and probably the weather. Because, uh, boy, it's, uh, <laughs> it's getting brisk out there already. And uh, we're not. Oh yeah. We're not oh, technically yeah. technically even to fall yet, but you know it sure feels like it. <laughs> just just the worst podcast ever. <laughs> and it's slow pace like that too. Like oh, like lots of lots of the long vowels in between. Yeah, strangely hypnotic. It it becomes like trending as like a good one to listen to fall asleep. To fall asleep too. <laughs> Just this super slow delivery, talking about nothing. Just, you got to check out this podcast, it works. They just slowly talk about nothing, and I just out like a light. Uh, it's like hanging out in the garage with your dad. You're just like, what is even going on there? Right. right. Oh, man. <laughs> All right. All right. Anyways, on today's show, we're going to talk about night crawlers or worms, I guess, but that'll be part of it. And the second half, we're going to get into the new video game consoles. Dude, they are out in November already, so I figure we better uh, better cover this now while the, the pre-orders are hot. Yeah, buddy. Did you pre-order? I did not pre-order, and we will definitely be going down that later. That's what we call foreshadowing oh. in the biz. In the, in that's, the, a, that's a teaser. Now on the, to worms. Are we in the biz now? <laughs> oh yeah, we're in the biz, dude. Oh sweet, we made. We've it. been in the biz. We just didn't know how deep in the biz we were. Ooh, getting real deep in that biz. <laughs> oh, let's get deep on worms now. Yeah, buddy. Seriously though, I wanna I wanna talk about worms because you always are posted on Instagram. Yes, sir. Follow us on Instagram. There is. Fake bait, like every time. Yep, I use artificial. I was worried. I was raised on worms. I was basically raised on worms. Uh, why? What? Is, so what's going on there? Why? How come you're always on artificial bait? And like, what's the deal with? Because, I mean, we'll get into it further. But like, you know, walleyes and bass, they they yeah. like bait. Mm-hmm. They'll do it. Yeah. Well, uh, yeah. I mean, for sure they'll do it. Uh, with bass. It's more of a like the way you would fish for live, like using the live uh, worms and stuff. I'm always afraid that they'll that they'll swallow it. Like just you, you like when it's for bass and stuff. I like jigging, 
and I like casting. I'm I'm kind of an impatient fisherman. I don't like to sit in one spot. I don't. Sometimes the bobber fishing is the best option, and then I'll slow it down mm-hmm. and like. I like to put live bait on my wife's setup. Like mm-hmm. she'll catch uh, walleyes and bass using worms on a bobber and stuff. Mm-hmm. But uh, one of the big reasons for me is just um, the availability. Uh, like worms are always available, but like I have soft plastics just with me at all times. Like I don't have to go to a store. Mm-hmm. I don't have to make a special trip. Like I drive <laughs> to the lake or I go to the river and I already have the stuff that I'm going to go fishing with. Like, yeah, I mean, I had to go buy it initially or a lot of times nowadays I'll order stuff to my house, but I'm not trying to order live worms. You know, I'm just like, Hey, uh, I need a couple of packs of mm-hmm. these and then boom, get them sent out yeah. to me Yeah, from a, yeah. Yeah, I I get that. Did you know that you can order live worms though? I looked on Amazon. Oh, yeah. like I I was looking it up and they're just like, sure. I guess you could buy them in bulk off Amazon. I'm like, Wait, yeah. what? What the hell? And I yeah. mean in Minnesota here, I was I looked and well, I mean you could get them anywhere from Amazon. They'll ship them anywhere, I'm sure, but it was Ohio. Like I just looked up the first one and it was from Ohio, and I'm like, "What? They're gonna ship live worms from Ohio?" I know I'm I'm not that far, but what if like Washington ordered these? Yeah, I like, mean, like I don't know if it's all that stuff, but you really just have to keep them cool. You can ship them. Worms are handle travel a lot better than other baits and stuff because they're just like in dirt mm-hmm. or sometimes like old newspaper kind of. Mm-hmm. gray stuff yeah but, i mean yeah. actually when you go to order the worms it says bait or compost because people just throw oh yeah worms so in compost because even though we call them night crawlers in the fishing world as if everything i know about them you call them night crawlers but they're just earthworms that's all they are yeah yep yeah and for uh those listening that don't know um i'm a delivery driver uh i work for a company that's like UPS and FedEx, but it's a more local. It's not as big. Okay. Uh, but I have delivered worms. They just say, like, mm. keep them, like, keep cool live worms. It literally has a sticker mm-hmm. that lets you know. And because I'm a fisherman, oh, it, I'm just. It literally like, says live worms on there. Like, you're, yep. when you say that, you're like, you're not, you're not even like exaggerating that it literally says keep cool live worms yep they're just straight up about it they're just like hey there's live worms in here like <laughs> probably don't throw other heavy boxes on top of this shit <laughs> you're, gonna, you're gonna have a mess i don't have uh i don't ever throw the the boxes i'm always nice with the stuff but the sorters just in case anybody's mm-hmm. wondering out there like when you get a damaged package yeah there's those dickheads on the internet where you see them spazzing out just chucking your box at the door i don't know what's wrong with those people the majority of us aren't like that but <laughs> the sorters are the ones that are back and and their job is to work overnight taking packages off of the track that goes past and setting them behind the trucks like where they're supposed to go mm-hmm. and i think those guys mm-hmm. get lazy or tired and they're just like 
you have a couple of small boxes, you set them down, and all of a sudden you got like a 50-pound box, and they decide that they're just going to try to like huck it like a foot, and then they drop it on top of your other box, and whoops, that's how that happens. <laughs> I see that when I get there in the morning to load up my stuff. There's just like, for the most part, everything's good, but there's one box that just got smushed underneath the rest of them, and you're like, oh, nice work, guys. <laughs> well, there you go. Yep. So to to bring it back to the to the worms here, uh, you're you, you said keep them cold. So well, and also that they are durable, right? Because they're just living in dirt. I mean, that's yeah, all they do is they just live in the dirt. So the dirt is part, like that's almost like the it's almost like its own form of bubble packing, right? I mean, like it's dirt it compresses and it's it absorbs energy. Yeah, right. Like. They're going to be fine inside there as long as you don't smush it or get it too hot. Cause, and they just want, like, keeping it cool. They just don't want you to get it hot. Because I've made the mistake of leaving a tub of worms out before, and it is gross. Oh. they. I mean, if you, in the middle of the summer when it's hot and the sun shines out and stuff, and you, you like, come back in from fishing and you you leave the worms in the boat you're grabbing all your stuff and you forget about it because mm -hmm. <laughs> this has happened before where you're just like out there fishing and all of a sudden you're just like oh my god i gotta go in right now or i'm gonna po i'm gonna poop i have to go now i can't <laughs> I, nope. I, I have drive the boat up quick yeah. quick quick let's go <laughs> quick let's go like uh I had a couple too many beers last night, and uh, this is hitting fast now, and <laughs> <laughs> we are at a critical point. Like, we have to get back to shore now. Go. And then you run in, and you forget about your other stuff, and then you're just like, ugh. And after that moment, you just, you know, sit down and and just like, oh, I can't I reflect. and Wipe the sweat off your brow I, and I, grab a sandwich after yeah, all of that. I made it. I did it. And you're just, you're just contemplating... <laughs> your victory and life. life and in general. And all of a sudden you just go, Oh, I forgot the worms. Like two hours later, you're just like, Oh Shit, no. The and worms you, are on the boat. And you go open it up and it's just like soup. It's disgusting. Oh, that is so gross. It's so I bad. I've, I've never. Yeah. It's oh, like, it sounds horrible. Yeah. They like liquefy. It's like, and it's a bunch of different colors. You're just like, oh, everything oh. in here was well, brown before. Like, why mm -hmm. are there all these colors? Oh, well, that's the other thing about worms is like people, I, if there's anybody listening who doesn't really know too much about worms is you bust it open and it bleeds like red blood. I mean, it's an animal. It, it, you can, you get it on mm -hmm. your hand, you go, oh shit, it's, it's real blood. So just uh, yep. I, the thinking that they change color and stuff it's almost like do they explode i don't know i didn't research that of course yeah that's, i think they do it just sounds horrible yeah it's gross uh so i looked at most everything that i got on worms came from sciencing.com which is a great fucking name um and then yes. britannica and i think science you remember the old encyclopedias did you yeah. guys have the encyclopedia collection mm, i don't know if we but I know Britannica, yeah, yeah old. School. We never had them. I had a friend who had them, but yeah, yeah, Britannica. Yep, they're just online now, of course, with all their, all their stuff. So this is mostly where everything came from, and the temperature thing was one I definitely had to get to because 
it actually says 65 degrees is too hot. 65. Yeah, that's too hot? I was just stunned. I mean, that's why we keep them in the fridge. It even says like, so when you go to the bait shop and you actually buy worms yeah. uh, up here in Minnesota, I, and I want to know your experiences because you've probably bought more worms than me, is it usually says Canadian night crawlers keep below 40 degrees or keep at 38 degrees or something like that. It basically says keep them in the refrigerator. Yeah, I keep them in the fridge. Every place I've ever bought them from, they're always in the fridge. They're always in the cooler. I've, they've never just mm-hmm. been sitting out. So I guess that makes sense. Like inside the dirt, you want to keep it. Like the dirt's probably colder. Right. But I didn't mm-hmm. know. 65 for sure i've got it hotter than that and then i've cooled it back down yeah maybe they're like dying a slow death after a certain point that i get it too hot but i I can't believe that it would be instant yeah i can't believe it would be instant death at 65 degrees it just it was just like no they don't like 65 degrees and if you think about it like okay so as far as i know they're they're calm they're mostly common up here again there's actually they say canadian night crawlers on them because that's one of the type of worms uh you know britannica said that there's 1800 species of worms but there's the european worm and the canadian worm and the canadian ones are usually what we get up here the big fat night crawler yeah because uh, european worms are only like three inches in average and every night crawler that you buy from the bait shop is it's not three inches i mean they're huge they said they could get up to 14 inches, the Canadian ones. I've never pulled one out of a package that's over a foot, but... Jeez, no, I don't think so. I don't think I've seen 14 <laughs> inches. That would be... I mean, for the most part, yeah, like... That'd be insane. Yeah, for the most part, I'm, like, pinching them off. Like, I'll just take my fingers and just literally, like, take, mm-hmm. like, two or three inches and just pinch it right off. Because the worm, uh, again, mm-hmm. for people that don't know, like, I don't know the anatomy of a worm but if you pinch off like three inches both sides still live and you can keep doing that Mm -hmm. like yeah it might seem cruel to some people but they don't have eyes they just squirm through the dirt and eat dirt so i i mean they get ate alive in one end out the other (laughs) i just whatever Uh, i don't really have any sympathy for them things that no, and I mean, you're right. I mean, that's how that's I've always done it. And that's why I said when you like grab them and you rip them in half, that's that's what you're doing. You're taking a chunk of the worm to put it on the hook. Yeah. That's when the blood comes out. It's it's how you fish. I mean, yep. whatever. They're fucking worms. Um, but the the temperature thing, though, is they can go down as far as six and a half feet. That's super far, but that's also below the frost line. So I didn't look into the hibernation thing, but just goes back to the temperature because the further down you go, the more consistent the temperature gets. So like when you start learning that stuff, it's like, Oh yeah, of course. Like right. 65 seems legit. It just was, it was very, it was just eye opening to hear like, that's why you keep them in the fridge or, you know, that's why the bait shops keep them in the fridge. Otherwise they'd just be toast. Yeah. I guess I didn't know that they went down that far. Cause if that's how far they go down, down well they must not be that far down all the time because if that's how far they go down then Mm -hmm. why do they Mm -hmm. come up when it rains like the rain doesn't 
soak I... in six feet down, does it? I thought that's why you would bury. <laughs> I thought that's why you buried people six feet down because the elements didn't get to them. No, you, well, the but worms do. I mean, well, I think yeah, the decom- I mean, decomposition still happens. Yeah. but no, it's the frost line. The six feet is the general rule of thumb that the frost line doesn't really hit there, so you don't have to worry about movement and right uh, shifting around. So again, that's why they're probably going down this deep is to get away from the frost. Uh, so that would be, oh, so that'd be my guess, because that's the same reason. Yeah. That's why you bury people down six feet, is to get away from the frost right. line and the risk of shifting. So and, I suppose they probably only go yeah. down that deep when it's cold. And when it's warmer, they're probably up higher. That'd be my guess, yeah. And when it's warmer. It yeah, it, it, didn't, cold, it wasn't it specific like that, but yeah. That all makes yeah. sense. Yeah. Sometimes so, I ask questions before I think yeah. about them. Now I think about it, and I'm like, oh. Oh, I, yeah. I do that all the time. I We've probably done it 100 times on the podcast oh, before. That's, that's not, <laughs> we need people to call us out. Go give us a review and you let us know. I guess that's how you figure things out. Just talk to yourself. Figure it out. You you know, you said you had mentioned the anatomy before. Yeah. <laughs> so, of course, I researched the anatomy. I mean, I was doing worm research. <laughs> it's There's this thing called the clitellum. That's what I put down for the... the, the for the... Pronunciation. The clit tell them. Clit tell them. <laughs> that's what that bulge thing is on them. <laughs> the clit. That's their clit. Tell them. That's hey. Tell them. What's that? It's a clit. Tell them. <laughs> Let them know. Tell them. Clit. <laughs> what the hell? That's what it's called. Yeah, dude. That's what I put down for the pronunciation. It literally sounds like that, and that's. I was just like, oh, this is just. This is too easy to make. This is just this is like a fart joke waiting to happen. You oh, just, it's just come just on, a, quit tell them. Just a softball. <laughs> just, just, you, <laughs> just have at it. That's like a tougher part too, and like that's or at least I always thought of it tougher. Mm-hmm. Like if I got my choice, I'm opening up and I grab a worm. Like if if I haven't already pinched part of it off, like that's the side I'm going for. I'm putting the hook right through that thing. Yeah, it always seems like the, the more sturdy part. I mean, it's it it's bigger, it's bulgy. <laughs> uh, that's the part that has their eggs in it. I didn't know they had eggs, what? but that's the part that has the eggs. So the clit the clit has the eggs in it. Yeah, I've never popped it and had eggs come out like a fish because you know when you catch fish and they're spawning and the eggs will come squeezing mm-hmm. out. So I don't know. Again, I didn't go that far down their anatomy. It, it's a worm after all. Right. Uh, but yeah. That's their like egg sack, basically. Jeez, I guess I didn't know that they laid eggs. I've never looked into uh, worms really, as far as their anatomy. I remember like dissecting them when we were younger in science class, but mm. I definitely mm-hmm. will never look at it the same again. Like every time <laughs> I, I'm going to like put a hook on a worm i'm just like well i'm about to shove a hook to your egg filled clit (laughs) (laughs) what the hell that's kind of the point of all of this is you'll never look at the worm the same no (laughs) because they're they're also hermaphroditic which i think that's what you're saying like i don't know it has both sides like whatever but yeah they're hermaphroditic yes that's a that's how you pronounce it i'm pretty sure um and you know how when you pull the worm out, it like is all sticky and slimy. Oh like, yeah, they're slimy. Nightcrawlers are slimy, mm-hmm. right? Yep. 
After baiting the hook, I always wash it on my hands. Yeah, because it's so slimy and sticky. Mm-hmm. If you let it dry, it's gross. Uh, yeah. It's actually, well, it's a mucus, of course. Yeah. So, I mean, it's, yeah, it's mucus. Ugh. It's to actually make them stick together during mating. Jesus. Do, are they mating with your fingers? What the fuck? Why does that mucus come out and get everywhere? And it's it's to have them stick together, like they because they don't have arms. Yeah, because yeah, they like excrete <laughs> sperm out of their like. Yeah, I, I just like okay. So I I'm not gonna get all philosophical. I don't know if God is real or not, but if there is a creator, they're just like. Hey, these guys don't have any arms or legs. How do we get the guy to stay on top of the chick? Oh, give them this gross mucus, and then they'll just stick together. <laughs> hey, uh, let's stick them together with boogers. <laughs> let's just make them real. That'll be funny. <laughs> just the whole thing just seems like a joke now. Hey, we should make these weird. <laughs> Should make these weird things that go down, way down in the ground, and then when they uh, when they want to do it, they they stick together with their boogers. The clit, the clit's gonna have the eggs in this one, and then he just he's just gonna he's just he's just gonna come right out of his body. There, boom. Well, <laughs> that's the even the weirder thing is, so they mate. But they're hermaphroditic, which means that they have both male and female. So it's just like two worms together is like a foursome. <laughs> right? Just, can they get them? Can they? Can they get themselves? Can they fertilize? The, I mean, if it's like fish, like the eggs, like I mean, like humans, you fertilize the egg, and it just needs the two parts. Mm-hmm. If you have the two parts. Mm-hmm. Can they get themselves pregnant? I don't. I don't know. I actually didn't go that far because when they, when I got to the mucus sticks together to make a mate, that was that <laughs> just, was where I stopped. Just I was just like, checked oh, out. Shit. <laughs> Google images yep. started getting weird. I checked out on the mating front of. <laughs> I just when you Google mating worms, things get weird. Get get weird quick. The little light for your <laughs> for your camera on your monitor comes on. The FBI is just like, what's going on over here? This guy's looking into worms mating. We gotta keep an eye on. We got a we got a hot one. Uh, sir, I got a hot one over here. I think we better check into him. <laughs> monitor all of his activity. Oh, God. Oh. Uh, so. Yeah, I actually didn't figure out why they come out during the rain. Uh, I want to bring that up before before we wrap it up because here, where we live in the middle of the upper part of the country in Minnesota, they come out. You can find you could just find earthworms. It's it's that simple. They just are light like laying on the sidewalk after a storm. I mean, obviously, if you go to like a big grassy opening, you know, go to a park or a field or something, you can find way more. But I didn't find out why they come to the surface. I think they're getting, I wonder if there's too much water under the ground and they actually have to get out of the water. Mm-hmm. That's what I think it is. I just thought like when you were saying that they were, they were six feet down, I was like, well, the water shouldn't be getting that far, that far down. But then through our whole thought process, brainstorm and working it out together, it's like, oh yeah, that's when it's cold is where it, when they're that deep. 
they're obviously higher when mm-hmm. it's warmer and the water brings them to the surface mm-hmm. and yeah they gotta they gotta get out of the water because it, it's the only thing yeah, that makes yeah. sense for them putting themselves in that much danger because the cover right. of the dirt yeah. is what's keeping them safe and even still then it's not 100 percent safe the robins and stuff are out there poking their heads through the ground grabbing all the worms and stuff so uh mm-hmm. yeah 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 it's it's definitely got to be the water because i've seen there's a picture that's circulating on instagram too that's just disgusting it's like a stone uh pillar and uh, like a four by four stone pillar mm-hmm. and it is just covered mm-hmm. in worms and like little bugs and stuff oh. and the whole top is covered yeah. and and um like reading through the uh comments like it's a lot of people just going like what hell is this like what what are we looking at but then every once in a while you got an educated person that's just like oh they're just trying to get out of the flood because you can see that there's water where the pillar is and you know assuming that that water wasn't there before you know so the the water's raising and instinctually wherever they're at that just has way too many worms and bugs. They all went for high ground, and they're all just on the same pillar. Mm-hmm. And it's, oh, it's so gross. God. That's, that sounds so horrible. I, I did find out that they can survive for like five minutes underwater. So, I mean, oh, that's yeah. why they make good live bait. They're down there wiggling around for like, it says up to five minutes. Yeah, I'll put them on the hook, and they, they definitely don't die right away. And they still eat them once they're dead. It's not like you have to have a oh, live yeah. worm. Yeah. It's just just like a piece of meat. And, I mean, they're on the hook. So, mm-hmm. for the most part, like when you're bobber fishing, the bobber still kind of moves a little bit. You move the line or the waves are moving. So, it's mm-hmm. not completely mm-hmm. sitting still. Sure. Because the water and the currents are doing water, wind, all that. You on the hook. Sure. It's all, it's all making that worm, I guess, appear alive, even if it is dead. Right. Yep. Makes sense. Yeah. And, I mean, back to the artificials and stuff, too, like, as far as, like, variety goes, when you're talking artificials, uh, <clears throat> there's so many different mm-hmm. ways I can fish them. There's so many different looks, different appendages on these things, different colors and stuff. When you're talking night crawlers, you have green ones, and then uh, for a while there, it was hot to have... Or I the brown the regular brown ones is what I meant to say first and but mm-hmm. and then you have the green ones okay. it was it was hot for a minute to have the green mm-hmm. ones but I don't see those anymore and they literally just put like dye in the dirt that they were in and it just changed the worms color oh. where where they were like a really mm-hmm. yeah they had I don't know exactly how it was it uh, from I guess just my assumption was that they just dyed the dirt that they were in. And well, they, they do have green, like there are green species. And that's why I was going to ask is that, did it say anything different? Cause again, yeah. most of the time, if you go to a bait shop, it says like Canadian nightcrawlers. Well, Canadian ones aren't green. There are green ones out there. Did it specify? Like, I think it was just dyed cause they were like green ones and th- they were like, canadian crawlers but they were green canadian crawlers and they like when you um when you pinched them off 
like the the liquid inside because it's not all blood like there's water and whatever else they all have inside of them but there was like green inside of them so it was pretty clear that they were just dying them like yeah huh I'd, i'd i'd like to know from somebody who ran a bait shop or was fishing a lot around that time if they were like trying to recreate the green that is the the more green species of worm and just because we have so many night crawlers here they just were like we can just dye them that's that's an easy way to do it instead of trying to get more of this other worm yeah i don't know if they yeah i don't know if they uh, yeah i don't know if they ever actually tried to purchase like green ones these ones seem probably brighter than they would have been even in the wild like the green ones in the wild Mm. i bet were more of a natural green where this one was just kind of almost a fluorescent like chartreuse is just a yeah color that fish like go back to the artificials like you were talking about then yeah what is like because artificial baits are very frequently i don't know fluorescent i guess very bright oh yeah uh i mean they can be there's all sorts of different colors like mm -hmm. there's uh, a lot of them um like the worms a lot of those are just one color but a lot of the other baits where they if they're supposed to look like if they're mimicking a minnow or whatever then there's multiple colors where they'll be like mm-hmm. one color mm-hmm. on the top and one color on the bottom but there's there's all sorts of you know where there's green pumpkin that's green or there's uh even even mm-hmm. when they start mixing in the different flakes there was like watermelon and then like watermelon red flakes where you just have like the like basically like they put glitter into the 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 soft plastic mold and then you just have little flecks mm-hmm. of red in them and stuff like that so stuff that you can't get plus for me a big part of it too is live bait on the lake that I fish mainly it's very clear water and live bait I have to deal with sunfish and stuff coming and snatching the live bait off or you know robbing the hook basically like the the live night crawlers are far less durable than the fake ones i mean like some of them are insane like a z-man elastic like those ones are hard to get on some hooks because of how stretchy they are but one like if you if you have the right hook holder to get it on there like it's very very hard to tear those apart because of how much they stretch and that's just one example not saying like that's the only one but i can have a sunfish dicking around with it trying to pull off the little legs of it and stuff and i don't have to worry about it i can use that same bait for fish after fish or a (laughs) night crawler if i catch a fish that night crawler's done but a lot of times i'm losing the night crawlers i never even have anything to show for it so because you drop it in and then the the little the pan fish whether they be little sunnies or whatever yeah they nibble it away before it can even get down to say the walleye or whatever but before we switch topics what what would you advise people to fish with worms because i just say pan fish like i've had that's all i've ever really bobber fished for and that's what you do with night crawlers is bobber fish right well there's there's a lot more applications than you can do with night crawlers. Um, like if okay. if you're 
a beginner and you want to go catch fish, putting a night crawler on a hook and then just bobber fishing, you're you're going to catch fish and you can catch panfish, you can catch bass, but a lot of it like walleyes will eat just a a a night crawler on a hook. Like you can catch a lot of different fish, but a lot of that depends on where you're at. You just have to find the right spot in the mm-hmm. lake, you know, and, and depending on the time of year and mm-hmm. everything, like I don't need to get into all that because that's going to, I mean, that could be a whole episode in itself. If you're talking <laughs> about like different spots, right. but uh, a slip bobber, like learn, go on YouTube and, and just Google like how to tie a slip bobber. Cause that's going to open a lot of doors for you because you can fish a slip bobber in a foot of water or you can fish a slip bobber in 25, 30 feet of water just because of the mm-hmm. line tie is what stops it. So you can cast it where 30, if you were trying to set it at 30 foot with a old school red and white bobber, you, you're putting it at 30 feet, putting the bobber there and it's sitting right next to the boat is the, that's the only thing. And if you land a fish, <laughs> you're let, you're reeling it up until the bobber gets to the tip of the rod. And then you're pulling in the extra, the rest of the 30 feet by hand. Like use a slip bobber, you can you can reel that thing all the way up. But that's uh, the easiest thing that you can do. But you can put they make harnesses, you know, with a with a single. Uh, <clears throat> you can you can get harnesses that have a blade. Uh, so it'll be like a mm-hmm. it'll be like the line comes back, and then there's a the blade that'll spin around, and you'll have like two hooks or three hooks, and then you put the the um, the bait on that and or the mm-hmm. the worm on that and you just drag it you'll you'll go like oh mm. you know a mile half a mile an hour to like a mile and a half in your boat trolling just you put different sinkers uh lindy rig is a is a real popular option where there's a couple of different ways you can do a lindy rig but basically it's a weight and then you have like a a swivel uh so it'd be like from the from the rod the line goes down and then you have your weight on the opposite side of the weight is a swivel you tie like a leader back to a hook uh depending on the water clarity give yourself like five to ten feet uh, of leader material Mm -hmm. and then put a hook some guys like to put a bead and then you could put a night crawler just on a hook there or a leech mm-hmm. or something and then just drag that slowly that works or another thing that's been really popular lately is basically the same you, like you can use it on different options but um slow death is what it's called and it's a specially made really? hook by mustad and it's got like this weird curve to it it kind of it's like a kind of S shape, but then it also kind of like rotates mm-hmm. like, uh, I don't know, 45 degrees or whatever at the end. And what it does, it, it's, it sets off from the, from the, uh, the eye of the hook. Yeah. Or, yeah. So the eye part that you actually tie to the line and then all the way down to the hook tip are not even with each other when you look straight on right. with yeah. it. Right. Yeah. Like the, the shaft hook. 
and yeah. the eye are up set apart by like left or right of the eye the hook is the actual hook itself and it's set off by a few degrees right yeah i mean it's uh, it's more than a few it's like a it's like a right angle like if the if you had your mm. eye like what your eye would normally be to the hook point it's like the hook point is completely turned to the side but then the shaft of the hook too is like an s shape like if people are wondering just mm-hmm. google a mustad slow death hook and you'll see it and basically what it does is when you're slowly pulling it it makes the worm rotate and it has little barbs along it so mm. you'll run this you'll run the worm along the hook it's kind of a, like elongated shaft so it gives the worm this kind of weird shape too and then it just slowly rotates that as you're pulling it and that's that's been a big thing in the walleye mm. world oh i mean it catches okay. all it catches all sorts of fish but that's been hot with walleye fishermen as i i don't i i don't know i want to say like slow death came on the scene maybe seven years ago i i seem to i seem to lose track of time these days where i'll be like "Eh, it's seven years and then somebody yeah be like actually that was a 15 years ago it's the same with songs you hear songs and you're just like (laughs) yeah that was a like you got 50 cent in the club. You're like, that's an old song. What was that, like seven years ago? And they're like, eh. It's like 20 years <laughs> old now. You're like, what? Try like 20. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh-huh. You're like, Jesus. Oh, my God. You're like, it's a it's a bop at this point. Right, like, right. What is this thing from the 50s? Jesus. Right. <laughs> Where did so, time go? But, yeah, man, there's, there's a ton of different ways you can fish with live night crawlers. But... The nice thing, like yeah. uh, like Gulp makes Gulp Alive stuff where there's fake bait that mimics the mm-hmm. live bait pretty close. And with a lot of these mm-hmm. situations, you can just use Gulp and not have to worry about it. So uh, in most circumstances, mm-hmm. I can use artificial lures that are just more durable than live bait. So that's really the main reason I don't use live bait as much. Yeah. Yeah. No, that's a, it's a really good, good point And a good note to end on as well. Try live bait if you want to, but you got to know where you are. Cause that's the thing I've been learning more and more too, is that if you don't know what's right underneath the surface, you're before you get to the walleye, you're going to have these little worms just chop it up and turn it into nothing by the time it gets down far enough for a walleye to see it and it's just going to be worthless you're just going to be casting out weight as an analogy just think about like if i got the world's best bait but i go and fish in a like one of those coin ponds where people are just making wishes a wishing well that's what they're called a coin pond, a wishing well. a coin pond yeah, where people are making wishes <laughs> if i'm just fishing in a wishing well with the world's best bait i'm not going to get any bites but if i go and have a bunch of fish but i'm tossing out like you know a quarter that i super glued a fish hook to uh, i bet you money i'm catching a fish with that quarter 
first. <laughs> yeah. Something's biting yeah, it. Yeah, something's biting it. Eventually, if I keep jigging it in front of fish, I got a chance. If I'm, <laughs> I didn't even mean to do this analogy the way I did, but if I go fishing with a coin in the lake, I'll probably catch a fish. If I go fishing with the best bait in that pond, I'll probably just catch a coin. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, let's let's take a break, reset a little bit. We'll come back and we'll talk about the next gen video game console. I mean, we're going to talk about PS5 and the new Xbox. That's that's what it's going to be. So uh, let's go to break. Do it. Next generation. Welcome back, friends and family, to the Real AFTV Podcast, the show where we talk about fishing and random takes from the land of 10,000 lakes. We are on part two. We're going to talk about PS5 and, well, Xbox. Xbox is a brand now. It's not a piece of hardware. I don't know if you knew that. Did you know that, Tim? No, I guess. Can you clarify? (laughs) Yeah. You're confused. I I will clarify. (laughs) I will clarify. So there is a PS5. There is a definitive PS5. It is a yes. thing. Yep. You can buy a new box, a new PlayStation. It's called a PS5. There is yes. an Xbox Series X, and then there is an Xbox Series S. Okay. Um, if you didn't know, there's currently an Xbox One X, and an Xbox One S. I did know that. Already. Yeah, so they just changed the one to series this time. And holy shit, did the internet lose their mind when they went on pre-orders. So many people ended up getting the Xbox One X, thinking they were getting a pre-order for the new one. Oh, really? So... Oh, yeah, so that didn't go over well, uh, besides the fact that pre-orders never go over well because there's never enough out there for everybody who wants to get them. But, yeah, so Xbox is a brand, and Microsoft is confusing the shit out of people. So I guess I'm confused. Like, So, <laughs> so I mean, in that regards, doesn't PlayStation... Isn't PlayStation kind of a a brand too, as far as like the PS4 goes? Yeah, because weren't there like multiple? There's like the PS4 Pro, right? Yeah, yeah. No, that that is that is true. So, I'll go I'll go even more more into it here, but okay. They're still called PS. Fours, right it's just a ps4 oh, yeah. and a ps4 pro and then so with the ps5 they're they're doing the ps5 which is everything you would expect from a console and then there's the ps5 all digital edition they just call it the ps5 digital which just yeah. means they took the disc drive out of it right that's all they did they literally just took the disc drive out and they're still both called the ps5 they just have different names like the series though xbox one yeah See, I'm even confusing myself, and I'm <laughs> this. I'm trying to come to come to this podcast and to you and try to explain this for the common people who are going to try to get it. And I say common people in a respective way because you guys just you don't game as hard as I do. You don't follow the technology like I do. I mean, you should have seen what I was actually looking up, and I'm not going to get into it. But I was like, wait, how fast the data transfer rate? And 
you know? <laughs> right, right. And and I was like, wait, no, no, no. I got to try because there's things I don't hear people talking about with these. And to get back on track, it's like the One X and the Series X, they are both black boxes. And the One S and the Series S are are white boxes. And that is causing confusion for people because they're also not really calling it a generation anymore. Microsoft isn't really calling these. The, they're saying these are the consoles with next gen power, but, but don't worry, we're not abandoning the Xbox one in any way. You're going to be able to play all your games. It's going to be fine. So they're sending out a like fairly confusing message. Now I think what they're doing is great, but I'll get into that again later, but you get under, do you, Am I making making it fairly clear why Xbox is like becoming more of a brand because they're yeah. they're just trying to sell the word Xbox more or less and then right. have the price point be the reason you buy the box. Yeah, so they're I mean I, f- I feel like based off of what you said it feels like their console is becoming computers. Like yeah, they, which they, everything now is basically a computer. But yes, that's totally what they're doing. Right. And on that perfect segue, the reason why Xbox is becoming a brand and not a piece of hardware anymore is because now they have this thing called Game Pass, which I have on PC. On PC. Make that mm-hmm. clear. Right. Xbox games on PC. Uh, it's a subscription plan. It's like Netflix for video games, which is super dope. I love it. And this is why I love the direction that Xbox is going. But their hardware thing is so damn confusing. And that, I think, is cutting off a big market. They're, I think they're trying to cater to gamers, which is obvious. But the fact that Nintendo Switch was and is like the most successful console of all time. And it sold more consoles over like between March and August of this year than it did the first year it was out is truth to the fact that there are a lot of people out there that aren't tech nerds and they're not the people who get on Twitter immediately after they didn't get their Xbox one or their Xbox series X uh, pre-order and start bitching up a storm you know there's this right there's a huge gray area of general public that i feel like xbox is missing with this new box it's super weird yeah man i all all i know is that covid definitely played a part <laughs> in those sales <laughs> but yeah. i mean like i think i think they're uh a little bit of it is that they're they're missing the fun of it, you know. Like, yeah. I think mm-hmm. that's what I think that's what Nintendo captures the best and always has. Mm-hmm. They're just like, mm-hmm. uh, yeah, like video games are cool, but like our consoles, cool colors. Oh, and you can like slide off mm-hmm. half of this pad, and then they're little controllers, and you can give one to your friend. You mm-hmm. got a little controller. They got a little controller. You're both. Eh. You, you can, <laughs> like these little controllers they're so cute you can play multiplayer and uh, your console can just come with you you're like what yeah like you want to have a party you don't have to have a tv even you just bring them with you you know <laughs> you guys want to you want right. get down get down on some multiplayer uh it 
off of the Wi-Fi at your local Starbucks as you're sipping some coffee here. You guys can both have controllers. Right. Like, what? Yeah, that sounds dope. And meanwhile, Xbox is like, hey, we're going to make a bunch of different consoles and they all have to be hardwired in. I mean, I'm not hating on that because that's what PlayStation is too. And I love PlayStation, but it's just, yeah. you know, they obviously. They have to be hardwired in, but like the, yeah. the gamers, like it's they're gaming to gamers and that's what they're really trying to do. Yeah. Yeah, so I totally get why uh, the Switch was such a hot seller. Plus, they knocked it out of the mm-hmm. park. Like, oh, yeah. That's so much cooler than a lot of their old systems. Like the Wii U, they had mm-hmm. a pretty good plan. Like, it it was on par, and they're just like, let's yeah. just step it up a notch. And the Switch is just like, oh, mm-hmm. yeah, you, they hit the sweet spot. They tried some stuff and, and got weird for a little while there. Like mm-hmm. N sixty four was dope, and then they're like, "Here's the GameCube," and everybody's like, "What?" And you're right. like, you're still like, "Okay, whatever." Why is these discs so small? Why is the disc <laughs> so damn tiny? Right, <laughs> that was a weird one too. Can you even where, fit a game on this thing? What the fuck? That was just that. That was just that era. That was just that one where everybody was trying to make everything smaller. Cell phones were smaller. CDs mm-hmm. were smaller everybody's like we gotta make yep. it tiny and then it then it got to a certain point where everybody's like why the fuck are we making everything so small and, <laughs> and they're just like good question it's really hard to fucking handle these little discs and these right. cell phones i can't even read the goddamn screen right like zoolander <laughs> you got that you got that <laughs> you remember, that's right that, it's not that little thing that oh little my God. tiny phone <laughs> it's like just on his fingertip hello <laughs> that's right uh, but yeah and oh and on that with the in the relation to the switch the series yeah. s this new the new xbox they have two versions they have the the big ser- the x which is 499 mm-hmm. and then the the series s the little the little box we'll call it that's only 299 that's the exact same as switch oh okay i yeah i i can't believe it it's super weird i Everything going into this next generation and uh, uh, is is going to be 4K. That's the big push, right? Is like we're going to be able to game in 4K and everything's going to be in 4K and we can go up to 8K if we want. It's not likely to be able to game in 8K, but let's say 8K Blu-rays become a thing. You would be, you could do 8K. Who's going to have a fucking 8K TV? Do you even have a 4K TV right now? No, no. I don't update. No, me enough. No, I want a 4K TV. I'm sure there's a lot of people out there that have a 4K TV, but TV's got so good that it's mm-hmm. just, like right now I just, there's just not a worth for it. I think I have like a like a 60 inch, pretty decent TV, mm-hmm. and to swap mm-hmm. that out for a 4K just feels like a waste. Like this TV still works perfectly fine. <laughs> I'd I'd like to have 4K, but it's not. Mm-hmm. Not necessary. Not at this point. Yeah. I almost want to talk my son into coming down here throwing something at it though. Oh, dang it. Now I got to get a 4K. <laughs> now I got to get a 4K TV. He broke the screen. Hey, Jade, this, I'm so mad. Uh, yeah, I just, I'm with you, dude. I, I still have an old plasma TV, but that thing has the higher refresh rate than any 
LED TV out there right now. So like push my frame rate as fast as you want. My TV is going to keep up because that's really what frame rate is, is refresh rate on your TV when it, there is probably some nerds out there that'll be like, well, actually, and it's <laughs> like, dude, no, just trust me on that one. Anyways, yeah, 4K gaming, that's kind of the whole big thing, but it's still going to work on 1080 TVs, and that's what I'm going to use it on, but <clears throat> I'm actually not going to get one right away. You got a PS4 right away. The reason why I'm not getting one is, well, because I do the production side of this stuff the, when we do videos and uh, stuff like that. It takes uh, quite a computer to do this in a time-effective manner. So I do have that computer, and it just so happens to play the shit out of games, too. But you were day one PS4. Are you going to do that with a PS5? Gaming's harder now as a dad. I yeah, know right. Well, I mean, when my son gets older, I think it's going to be easier. Like right now, there's just so much... Mm -hmm attention needed to be giving and I, and I just feel like a shitty dad not being there you know like it, i mm -hmm. if i if i worked less hours in my job too that'd be a different thing mm -hmm. but often i'm working like 10 or 11 hour days so there's mm -hmm. not a whole lot of time left over i get home and i'm playing with him and mm -hmm. you know it's just right I don't want to just like throw on the PlayStation and then have him be like, "Oh, you play with your toys. Daddy's gonna play PlayStation." And then with just, his toys, <laughs> yeah, right. I'm gonna play with my toys. You play with your toys. It's like, no, I'm trying to mm -hmm. teach him stuff, learn him things. We're playing. Yeah, no, I, mean, I get still, it. Trust me, I've already games. been having those thoughts. I go ahead. No, we still play games on like our phone and the tablet but it's like little kid stuff like it's learning stuff where we get to mm -hmm. have fun together right. like he loves playing match games so we're playing match games and stuff oh, and i'm nice. trying to teach him one mm -hmm. like reasoning skills like he's good at matching them but he'll like hit you know say he hits a card and it's a lion and then he'll hit another card and it's an octopus and then he goes back and he hits that same lion again and i'm like you know trying to be like no dude let's hit two mm -hmm. cards we haven't hit and then maybe we'll get lucky and that's a match. But if we don't, we probably uncovered at least one of the other cards that matches or we eliminated two more. You know, he's two and a half. So what I'm saying mm -hmm. doesn't 100% mm -hmm. stick. But he's getting so funny, dude. It's so smart. <laughs> that, like, uh, every, like, they just become little people. It's insane. Like you're gonna, uh, you're yeah. gonna, you're gonna get to go through it soon enough. But they go from like this little yeah, thing November they can't do already, and it's yeah, dude, it's crazy. It's getting close, so close. When they start getting like closer to a year, like before they're walking and crawl. Like, I shouldn't say a year. When they're at like six months, there's like a sweet spot where they don't move much, and they don't do mm -hmm. much. They're pretty damn easy to take care mm -hmm. of, like. You're just like, all mm -hmm. right, now you got to eat. I'm going to lay you on your back for a while. Like, you can go get stuff done because they're just, like, staring at their mobile mm -hmm. or whatever they're playing underneath. You don't have to worry about it because you know they're not going anywhere. And then they start crawling, <laughs> and you're just like, shit, now you can move. We still have gates. The gates are still working, but they're 100% mobile. Like, if you don't keep mm. an eye on them, like, he's smart enough. Like, I'm going to push this chair over here. 
and I'm going to climb up on this chair and I'm going to get over this. And you're just like, you got to keep an eye on them because they're absolutely insane. But like this morning, I'm laying in bed. He woke up. There was a thunderstorm and it thunders. And he goes, lightning and thunder? And I go, and he goes, thunder, thunder. And I go, yeah, like that song. I go, lightning and the thunder, boom, boom, boom. And he goes, <laughs> and he, and he, after I say that, he goes, yeah, I love that song. And you're just like, <laughs> what? Like you have feelings? <laughs> like he's a human. Like, yeah. yeah, you've seen it. That's, oh, my God, it's so crazy. <laughs> do you think? Do you think he's? Well, does he like grab at the controllers and stuff? Like, do you think you're gonna end up gaming with him? Oh, dude! Last week, he's upstairs, and he's playing Pokemon Go. He's throwing like, oh yeah, a hundred percent by himself, throwing the balls. It pops out like twice every time he he gets it in the ball. He goes, "Yes, it pops out." Then it pops out. All of a sudden, I hear him go. I need to give a berry. He's just talking to himself. He clicks on the berries, what? tosses the Pokemon a berry. This is the wrong one for to help no catch way. him or whatever, so he doesn't have a full grasp of the game. But he tosses him a berry. He throws him another Pokeball. Like this is uh, one of these. A lot of the stuff that he says comes from my nephew Braxton. Um, and so after he catches it. It wobbles, it wobbles, and in Pokemon Go, when you finally catch them, it locks in and it shows like stars. Like, so you know, hey, you caught them. It's mm-hmm. kind of like a reward. Mm-hmm. He knows that that happens. When that happens, a lot of times he goes, yeah, got him. This time he throws it, it wobbles, stars go up, and he goes, let's go. <laughs> I, just, I just go, like, you're. Just a little person, and mm-hmm. and he's yeah playing games fully by himself. He opens up apps no problem on our phone. Like he called yeah. me. Like all of a sudden one day, like oh. I'm like getting ready to come home, and my phone rings, and Shannon's like, "Oh, uh, Becca just called you." Like I had no part in this. He's just a little person though. But for sure, he's gonna game with me. Yeah, he's al- he's already gaming. He likes playing Pokemon. Yeah, with the touchscreen. Right? right, with the touchscreen. Yeah, he's good like with he, the touchscreen. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, he does. Have you he, thrown a controller his way yet to see if he, or like, mm, I, I, you don't game a lot in front of him. I'm guessing you don't have a ton of time or when he's in bed or something, but like, dude, does he play with the controllers at all? He loves playing with the controllers, but I don't think he knows what he's doing. Like controllers, remotes. Right. He loves mm-hmm. all that stuff, but no, my gaming life right now is abysmal yeah i hear yeah here, but still it's it's a thing like it's still a thing it's still a thing but here's what my gaming life is like um uh, and part of this is just because of you know this real af thing that we got going on where the the free time mm-hmm. that we do end up getting this podcast and it's doing the instagram and and i'm trying to get out mm-hmm. fishing and stuff and all that good jazz but i bought the latest call of duty on black friday last year and Mm -hmm. we're what like two months away from black friday again yeah well the new call of duty comes out like really soon does it 
We're almost Let's on the next Let's just say Call this. The new consoles come out on... The PS5 comes out on November 12th. The new Xboxes, they come out on November 10th. They will launch with a Call of Duty, a new Call of Duty. Oh, damn. That's a pretty good launch game because a lot of times the launch games are like, there's like one good one and then just some weird stuff where down the road you look back on the launch games and you're just like, that was a weird-ass game. It was like they were just trying to talk... uh, the the developers into like just dude, just put something out just put something out cool do, for do something just do something yeah. cool with the new hardware because yeah. that that's that's yeah. what we need you to do yeah and there's gonna be stuff like that on you oh you remember Astrobot or whatever like that weird demo where you would like look at the robot inside the controller inside the DualShock Four yeah yeah where you're just like yeah they're doing something like that again for PS5 because PS5 is actually getting a new controller Xbox is controller basically isn't changing but mm-hmm. the ps5 controller is actually like a little bit bigger has this uh haptic haptic feed haptic feedback so it feels different like you'll be able to tell if something's like to the left and behind you if they program for it right because it'll shake in the controller like in the bottom left hand corner of the controller they have these different triggers in it so like PlayStation's actually pushing the controller game forward, and Xbox is just like, well, if we change the controller, how are you going to play your Xbox One games? And so, like, that's... And the button layout's still the same, and it always has been, so that's how I would... Yeah. The, my argument would be. Like, I literally have a <laughs> PS3 and a PS4 controller in front of me, and they're the exact same buttons. It's just a different controller. Mm-hmm. Except for yep. the PS4 has a big button in the middle. And the yeah, PS2 touchdown. controller was the same thing, except for it wasn't wireless, so it didn't have the power button in the middle. And the PS1 controller was the same thing, except for it was gray. <laughs> yeah, they're going to change it up pretty big. This is the next one. I'm going to buy one because I'll play with my PC. And then that I don't need a PS5 to see like the new technology because, well, hopefully there will be people using the technology inside it. But... It's yeah. Anyways, it's just one of those things where they're packaging in one of those Astrobot games again to be like, "Hey, our controller does cool stuff now." And it's like, right? You know what? I'd rather be playing the racing game and feel the like feel the left trigger be more stiff because it's the brake than the right trigger. Yes, the triggers are actually going to have like pressure, like that kind of pressure sensitivity in them. That sounds amazing. I've always yeah, wanted like, that. Could you imagine playing Call of Duty and your gun jams and it just stops pulling? Like the trigger just won't pull anymore. It just all of a sudden goes thunk and just locks basically in place. <laughs> that would be nuts. Oh, Wouldn't man. that just drive you? That'd be like, what the hell? The possibilities in like a horror game where like the yeah. bad guy's coming at you and your gun jams. <laughs> Why wouldn't it fire? I'd probably yeah. break my controller though. What? I'm... <laughs> <laughs> just squeeze the trigger so hard I break the controller. <laughs> like, why doesn't it fire? I thought it's going to have the actual capability to stop you, but it, like you'll notice, obviously. Right. He was going to cut my fucking head off. I had to, I had to <laughs> squeeze that trigger, dude. That's when it was changed. That's such guys. a good point, though, because I've, the panic that would cause. Right. Oh, my God. I've been playing Resident Evils for long enough. This chainsaw guy will cut my head off. I needed to pull the trigger. Watch that be one of the memes is that like, I I thought my controller was broke, so I threw it on the ground. It was pissed off. And then 
the game cuts off and as soon as the game cuts off controller was like oh those that was just the intention of the developer to make it hard to pull the trigger to make it not work right <laughs> people are breaking them just because they're like <laughs> yeah and then you get pissed off and throw it <laughs> on the ground and you're just like piece of garbage and your your wife or your girlfriend or you know your buddy whoever happens to be in the room you're just like this fucking the things don't even pull so stupid they grab it and they just pull it like it's nothing and what are you talking about worked <laughs> fine for me i don't i don't know what your problem is works works absolutely <laughs> fine you're stupid I'm just like well, why does it work now i don't know <laughs> well now it doesn't work at all because i broke it <laughs> stupid <laughs> but back to uh, back to my my game just because i didn't finish uh oh yeah cellophane wrapper mm-hmm. Still on the last Call of Duty. Bought it at Black Friday, oh. and it is September, mm-hmm. and I bought it mm-hmm. November last year, and I have not unwrapped the game. I did play Fall Guys last night for a little bit. Oh, you did? Yep. yep. Yeah, that's an easy pickup. You can play get you can play like three games and just get it done with, and that's it. Yeah, it was pissing me it's off. Over though. <laughs> my guy kept yes. falling my guy kept falling over when i was just trying to run and i'm like why are you falling stand back up that's great yeah that actually brings me to like the the other parts of like the subscription gaming because both xbox xbox has the game pass and then playstation is doing this playstation plus collection mm. and it's called xbox game pass by the way why this is why xbox is like becoming a brand again as they're selling these things where they just for like ten dollars a month, you get a, you know, two hundred library game. You can download them just as long as you keep subscribed. You can play this game as long as you want, and they're including the streaming services now, so you can just stream the game. You never have to download it, right? So you right. don't have to worry about hard drive space. I guess is what that is, but that's literally like the Netflix of games. I'd be curious how that's going to work out because even me and you have pretty robust internet connections now. We're we have pretty speedy internet connections, but I just wonder how these fast-paced games like Call of Duty because you used to play the hell out of Call of Duty. You were good. Yeah. You, I mean, I'm sure you're still good if you just picked it up. But like, could you imagine if it was just a little laggy? Oh yeah, it would suck. Yeah, when I I have played it when it's laggy and it's it's terrible when it's laggy. Oh. It's so frustrating. Yeah, of course. You're just playing online. You see it. Yeah. It's, well, like, when it's laggy, I mean, there's clearly times where you're playing and you come around a corner and you shoot a guy and you shoot him right in the face and you know for sure that you got the drop on him. Like, or at least as far as your game goes, you know, not as far as like right. both your, but your game. You pulled the trigger, mm-hmm. the crosshairs were right on his face, and all of a sudden you die. And you're like, no, what? That's how people end up breaking their controllers. <laughs> it's like, I shot him in the face, and now I'm dead. Right. Could you imagine that happening on one-player games? Oh, God. It'd be like playing Mario on the original Nintendo all over. Damn it, I hit jump. I fucking hit jump. Right. But we don't have that happen anymore. Because the controllers and the consoles are 
in sync playing locally everything just happens right away so i'm a little worried about cloud gaming it's going to happen this generation for sure where you're just streaming video games but i I just don't know to what extent yet we'll see right yeah who's uh i don't know for sure well yeah because i mean it's it's i mean it's already kind of been happening with uh isn't that what steam is no no steam is just all all digital it's so basically steam is just the pc version of the playstation store that's the easiest way to put it you can you can stream like one they did build a thing where you can play two-player games over the internet local two-player games over the internet now so for instance i'll just like cuphead that's one of my favorite games of all time you can play couch co-op as they say only local two-player well steam built a platform where you can play the local two-player over the internet so like you don't have the game i'll just you just hook a controller up to your computer open up steam i'll send you an invite and we're playing my version of cuphead together over the internet they did that so that's sort of streaming but playstation can do that too if you have a fast enough internet connection which now that we both have fast internet connections, we should maybe try that for fun. Well, yeah, I mean that's kind of what, um, that's what uh, Borderlands is like. Yeah, Borderlands Three, I was playing pretty heavy, and that's kind of. I got the new Call of Duty, and then never opened that, and stopped playing Borderlands, and just haven't really done anything <laughs> since then. Just kind of. I mean, uh, summer summer hit too, and then I start fishing, and so now right, yeah, it's exactly. cooling down. So I'll probably get back into. You're obviously not getting a PS5 on day one, then. Uh, well, you, we'll see. I, I don't know. Right? It's, or... it's the same thing as like Call of Duty. I had to go get that right away. Never touched it. We'll see. <laughs> I might be like, yeah, I don't even really play that much anymore, and like it'll get cold outside, and I'll play for two months straight. And well, I guess. You said what? It's November twelfth. Yeah, so PS Five is November twelfth, and the uh, Xbox is uh, in the November tenth area. We'll see. I might get one anyways, just because they're cool. They're super cool. I love the way they look. People give it so, like the PS Five so much shit, and just for everybody out there, PS Five, we're PlayStation people. We've been on since PS One. We've had oh, them all. Yep. So that's our that's our environment. I'm getting a PS5 because of the controller for sure. And Xbox, well, they both are doing this SSD technology because 4K takes a lot of, it takes a lot of moving data. You got to move data really quickly. PS5 has like a, a special, a proprietary SSD or they're putting in a higher tech SSD. Anyways, the point being is They may have less storage space, but they seem like they're trying to make the game play faster. And this whole thing is going to be about suspend points. And that's what I think is going to be fun is I know you can shut down and suspend a game right now. But like, think about the fact that you could be playing like, for instance, you could be playing Call of Duty, right? And Beckett and Shannon were out they were out shopping or something they come home bam you just put in suspend mode that's still something you could do right now but then let's say beckett comes home and says like hey let's play fall guys right i mean i'm making stuff up here at this point you could play fall guys 
with him, when he goes to bed, you would start up Call of Duty right away and it would all be seamless because it's just suspending the game where it was. So they're having like multiple suspension points is what's going to happen this time. That would be cool. Yeah, if I could, I mean, that would probably change my life as far as gaming goes right now. Mm-hmm. Like if I, if it was just seamless and like, all right, I don't have much time, but I can just turn the game on and I'm playing, that would change that would make a huge difference because that's a big part now where I'm like, all right, I can play. And now I come down and I turn on the PlayStation, mm-hmm. wait for it to load up and then I wait for the game to load up. And then I wait for the, <laughs> the, you to hop into a round and then I wait for the round to start. I mean, you'd still have to do that with the rounds and stuff, but it's like, if I could just mm-hmm. hop in but and I'm already like, it just reconnects to a lobby, in the lobby already. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That would, that would make a big difference. Yeah, yeah, and we'll see come November, like, the new consoles are dropping, and uh, we should have a baby uh, on this side, not me and you together. We didn't apply to adopt a child or anything <laughs> like that. It's taken Real AF to, we're going to name him Real AF TV, and he's, that's going to be his legal name, and... <laughs> it's a, it's an experiment that we're doing for the channel. Uh, we're just gonna, you know, like adopt him. And uh, what the plan is, is to just put a fishing rod in his hand, and he's just always gonna have it. Because you know how the old saying goes: like he was born with a fishing rod in his hand. Well, we're just gonna All right. take that to an extreme, it's and it's an gonna experiment. be it's gonna be a documentary where we're just gonna follow this little guy with a fishing rod in his hand. <laughs> And uh, exactly, <laughs> that's exactly how, that's how it's gonna go. <laughs> <laughs> it's like check in ten years, you'll you'll see this documentary. We'll have it all edited up. It'll be great. <laughs> yep, it'll be ready to roll. <laughs> but uh, every ten years, it's a three part series until, <laughs> until he's thirty, and, and <laughs> yep. we're and we're dead. <laughs> but no, seriously, I guess I do want to say one more thing is that come November, I've always said, no, I'm not going to get a new one. I'm not going to get a console in November. I don't need it. My computer's fast enough. I'll get the controller because I want that PS5 controller. Uh, and I'll just play with it on my computer. It'll be fine. It'll be sweet. I Then you're saying like all that's or us talking about the suspension points and stuff like that. And, you know, infants, uh, they like to sleep and eat and Huh. I'm just like, well, I've heard that there's time to just kind of set them on your chest and let them sleep, and then you can pick up a controller, and if it's at this certain suspension point, and uh, now my mind's racing like, shit, do I have to start getting ready to get a PS5 in the house now? <laughs> ah. Yeah, I mean, right when you first have them and they're not moving too much, like, I definitely played PlayStation like that. Becca would just lay on my chest yeah. and I would just play PlayStation. Watch football. It's kind of sweet yep. at the beginning. Yeah. When you have that stuff, you just like, as long as you can handle holding a baby and doing stuff at the same time, you mm-hmm. pretty much have a pretty good excuse to just lay around the house. <laughs> like, are you playing video games? and Baby uh, bonding time. Yeah, and bonding with our son and keeping him alive. How about that? And I'm also saving <laughs> the world from <laughs> bad guys right now. So, <laughs> so I'm just saying, Mike. Yeah, I mean, pretty pretty important here. Just you know, taking care of our son and saving the world or whatever. 
And you go do you. Oh, <laughs> uh, that's a perfect end note. I'm important, and I'm just saving the world. So, <laughs> <laughs> this is the Real AF TV podcast, where every other Monday we come to you with fishing and random take from the with. Some, oh man, I really fucking botched that one. <laughs> Let's roll with it. Hey, the Real AF TV podcast every other Monday, guys. Check it out. Subscribe. Do that stuff because I... No, do the review thing. I really want some feedback. I want to know more uh, what you guys are thinking. But yes, if if people could comment and like if you listen to us and, and I say something about fishing or we say something and you're like, that's wrong or whatever, I, let us know. I... I'm not perfect. I've listened to some of this stuff back too, where like I get sidetracked. I'm a little bit ADD where I've like, I'm talking and I get halfway through this thought and I take a left turn and I'm talking about something else. And then I listen back and I'm like, Oh shit. I knew what I was trying to say there. I did not convey it to the audience very well. So if you hear something like this and you want to call us out and be like, Hey, that's stupid. Or you said something wrong. Like I'm, I'm fine with that. I'll, I'll, well, I'm, I'm not too proud to say that I'm wrong or if I'm right or if something yeah. we said helped you. Trying out to get or better. Whatever. We're, we're just trying to get better, people. If you want to help us out, that'd yep. be great. But, like Josh said, mm-hmm. if you got time and you wanted to give us a, a rating and review on all those different outlets or check us out on instagram or twitter or facebook or go to the real af tv website and that'll show you all some things that'd be much better get you connected to us yep yeah it would be call my phone